Hey there, my name is Milan Singh, and I'd like to welcome you to the season two premiere of SpyFi After Dark. We got a lot of great new content this season, including an all new episode format, audio games you guys can play along with us, and of course, great guests. If you have any feedback, you can tweet at me at Milan Tweets, or tag me on Instagram at Milan Grams, or you can email our new email box at spyfiofficial at gmail.com. Also, important note, we decided to change the release order of the first few episodes of the season after we already recorded them, so if you hear any references to this being episode two, that's why, don't be confused, we just changed our minds kind of last minute. And of course, if you find yourself enjoying the episode, please consider subscribing and or rating on whatever platform you may be listening on. That's all for me. Now on to the episode. You're listening to the Spy-Fi After Dark podcast. Welcome back to Spy-Fi After Dark, where season two, episode two, I'm here joined by my co-host, Alex. What's up? And our esteemed guest, Curtis. How you guys doing? Curtis runs his own podcast about horror movies called Two Guys and Some Horror, correct? Yes, sir. Where they watch a bad and a good horror movie and juxtapose them a little bit, review them. Yeah, they, they sometimes they end up being very similar, um, and we kind of talk about how one was better than the other in some aspects, and sometimes they're both shit. Sometimes they're both really good, and oh, okay. people need to give up on hating them. And, oh, because one yeah. of them is just critically acclaimed, which is not the same thing as good. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Um, so what's your process for actually picking the movies you're going to do? So Clark and I, who's my co-host on uh, Two Guys and Some Horror, uh, we basically sit down and we go over like, what are people talking about right now? What have people uh, been talking about for years? What is IMDb proclaiming to be some of the greatest horror? Um, you know, the shinings up IMDb, there. IMDb, a reliable source. Reliable. Um, Rotten Tomatoes is another good source that we use just because they have audience reviews, but they also have critic reviews. So we can take the tomato meter and we can take the, the audience popcorn meter and kind of decide for ourselves, like, what do we really think that score should be? Um, honestly, most of the time we end up being very similar, um, to what Rotten Tomatoes says for an audience score, because I mean, we're real people, we're not critics. We don't get paid to give those types of reviews or build something up bigger than it really is. So you're similar to the audience score, but not necessarily similar to the tomato score. Yeah. There's relatability there too. Okay. Yeah. And we kind of, we try to cast our own review on it as well, like our own score, um, and it was funny because I hide it from Clark whenever he gives his just because I want to see how close he is to the IMDb score. And he is almost dead nuts every time in agreement with what IMDb has. So huh. it's pretty cool. Well, for the audience, we're going to do a little segment later where we um, I have selected some horror movies and Alex and Curtis will have an opportunity to guess what they are based on the audio only. Um, and there's a scaled point system. We'll explain it at the time, but. You know, whoever wins, wins, and we'll clip it and put it on YouTube, and it'll be great. Does it matter who uh, guesses first? Because otherwise, no, no, there's no, it's going to be a turn consistent... Oh, it's turn-based. Oh, so no. This the, isn't even fair. I selected three for each of you. <laughs> oh, shit. The three I've selected for you, Alex, I know... I'm pretty sure you've seen all of them. Okay. Slash their movies you'd be interested in. Cool. Yeah, I think... Uh, so we were talking about before. He's he's pretty much given us a fair shot at each of our three. Got I'm it. trying to. I don't know how yeah. obscure he's gone on me. No, it's not. Right, so I feel like he'd challenge you. <laughs> I didn't. So horror movies are not, I don't have like a ton of knowledge in that genre. Yes, so same. I could really only go so deep. Cool. Realistically. Um, so I promise the ones I gave you are 
relatively popular movies. They're not obscure. Okay. Got it. And uh, in all fairness, like we didn't prep this. This isn't, I didn't even know we were doing this. I just walked in. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm the only one who prepped. Yeah. Uh, which is, it's more fun that way. It'll be, yeah, it'll yeah. be a good time. Definitely. Okay. So we'll do that around 30 minutes in. Cool. Uh, just after the first break. Um, all right. So I guess uh, we could start with, um, what is it about horror movies that speaks to you particularly? Yeah. So uh, shoot, man. I don't know. Everything. I love the the racing of the heart, the like you you finish a movie, then you go to get up to go to bed and you're like, oh man, like what's behind that corner? Uh, did I check that all my doors are locked? See, that's the part I hate. Oh man. It's impactful though. You can't deny it. No, no it's yeah. it's emotionally impactful. Right. That's for sure. I, I have, that's, that's like the biggest thing I think I enjoy. Um, but then there's some nostalgia there for me too, because when I was younger, like seven, eight, nine, maybe I remember going to the movie, you know, like Blockbuster and walking the aisles of VHS tapes and just looking at the covers of different horror movies and basically being scared out of my mind. Like, what is, what is that movie really going to be about? And I don't know why, but my grandma and grandpa would let me, you know, rent those movies. I'd spend the weekend watching it and then go to school the next, you know, Monday, scaring the crap out of my friends because they've never heard of something like that. Um, so there's a little bit of nostalgia there too. For <laughs> okay. Me. So it's a social tool. Yeah, it armed you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Turned me into an engineer. Gave you some ammunition. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, it's, it's just something I enjoy doing a lot. Um, and I think I also like it because less and less people do it. Like, I don't know a lot of people who really enjoy horror. I don't go out of my way to go find them. Um, oh, I don't know a lot of people who do either. Yeah. And, uh, when you do find someone who likes horror, it's almost like you can have that conversation about different films. Like we were just doing five minutes ago. Right. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think it's one of those genres that it's impossible to be apathetic about it. You either love it or you hate it. But on that note too, like I feel like um, with horror, and this could just be coming from me, but I imagine that horror is oftentimes kind of painted with the same brush. Do you know what I mean? Because like thrillers and sci-fi and like other kinds of genres, if they're scary, can maybe walk into horror. But yeah, there. I mean, there are different dimensions to horror. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I've, I've met people that are into gore porn. You know what I mean? They just love the, they love the blood. Yeah. They love the slashing. Uh-huh. Versus for me, you know, I've I've seen very few movies that I would say are scary. But I I was just talking to Curtis about this. But I I really get engaged with um, watching like high tension conversations between like very interesting characters, and that usually is just used as a tool for you know, something ominous to come. It's usually in a horror movie, but that's what I like. You know what I mean? There's different kind of movies written that have different aspects of what's considered scary or horrifying, but yeah. So do you tend to find yourself drawn to any kind of movie with good dialogue? Yes. Like a lot of Tarantino yeah. films? Millen, yes. Millen knows this. Um, Kevin yeah, Smith? Right on the head. Kev- Kevin Smith films? Give me an example. I'm, I don't know. Uh, Clerks. Clerks too. I haven't like seen just Clerks. long dialogue of, and it's it's engaging. It's not necessarily suspenseful or thrilling or anything like but that. It's but yeah. it's like you you are learning so much more about these characters, and you're being drawn into these characters' lives that you're like, man, we're best friends. Like I could hang out with you yeah, anytime. Right. I am definitely character driven. To your point, I cool. mean, No Country for Old Men is my favorite oh, movie. Oh my god, such a good movie. Right. Um, and that's 
pretty much just carried out by dialogue. There's no music in the movie. There's nothing too exciting. You no know, you could throw, you could almost throw that into a horror bucket. I would love to, because I love that movie. Because, because it has so many aspects of that hunter, prey yes. uh, kind of feel. And I mean, it's pretty damn scary. Like that is probably more realistic than any movie I listed earlier of what I feel is realistic. Right, right. Yeah, it's definitely a terrifying movie. Um, You're listening to the Alex and Curtis podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be honest, this is going to sound bizarre, but um, Inception actually kept me up for like two days after I watched it. <laughs> it had a greater impact on me than is like it, any horror movie. Is it just because you're going through some lucid dreaming? It, no, I was terrified to go to sleep. <laughs> Did you think you were living in a dream? <laughs> yeah. And that you'd wake up and then this life with Millen would be over? <laughs> That's right. You didn't want it to end. Even met yet. No, no, yeah, it was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was 2009. I was there yeah, four years early. Pull out my iPod just to see if I could still sc- scroll through the same <laughs> playlist. That's my totem. That's how you know. I'm like, where's the R&B? Oh, <laughs> wow. And then the music plays. Yeah. So... Oh my God! Uh, what do you consider good horror, Millen? Yeah, oh, Millen. Jesus Christ! Um, I don't know. I Am Legend, I guess, was a little horrific. Oh, I forgot about I Am Legend. Okay, uh, that was a fun. Well, I no, it wasn't a fun movie, but it was an enjoyable movie. <laughs> you look at the title, clear. you look at the actor, you look at the poster for it, or whatever. Doesn't look like horror at all. Well, here's the thing: is um, you know, everyone around me had said it's a good movie, and at that time, I don't think I was really like old enough to really care much about like cast or anything like that I, I probably knew it was will smith man. yeah i probably knew it was will smith but um uh, and knew knew a little i don't think i had seen many of his movies though okay um and i was like you know there's like some like zombie aspect of some kind it looks like it might be a little scary but it's probably not that bad and then i watched i was like wow that was a lot scarier than i thought it was gonna be but i still liked it and then you didn't sleep for two days no i slept just fine <laughs> okay <laughs> I might have had a hard time falling asleep that night. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. So, uh, vampire zombies. You like vampire zombies? They're they're fine. They're I like zombies in general. Actually, I can get into zombie movies, which always have a certain amount of horrorness to them, even if they're not necessarily horror movies. I saw Zombieland. I just saw Zombieland too. Oh, I haven't seen that. I need to see that. Zombieland can't consider me a horror movie because it's just no. Hysterical. But there there are segments that are uh, tense. Comedy horror, yeah. Yeah. Zom- oh, God. Zombieland 2. I have not laughed that hard in a movie theater in a while. Okay, so you recommend it. Oh, my God. It's okay. so good. Zombieland, I remember watching that like in 08, 09, whenever it came out in theater at, you know, what is that? Uh, Harkins over at the mall. Metro, or not Metro, whatever. Fashion mall. Square? No, no, no. Um, Mills. Ugh. Oh, okay. Oh. In, the, in the ghetto. Okay, yeah. Um, (laughs) but it was, but it was like, that's where a few miles away. That's where I was though. But that's where, I mean, I grew up, uh, on the edge of it, baseline and Hardy or whatever. Like that was my hood. And, uh, what high school did you go to? Uh, so I've, I've been to two high schools. I went to Barry Goldwater high school up North and then, um, graduated sophomore through senior year. I went to mountain point in Ahwatukee. So just around the corner. Got it. Hmm. So this is like my. You could say this is my area from, you could say, Baseline-ish all the way down to Chandler Boulevard. Um, you know, my girlfriend, who's now my wife, lived off of Chandler and 44th or whatever, so not mm-hmm. too far from here either. Yeah. Um, I worked at the Target on Ray right there. 
And for those who don't live in Arizona, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is a great <laughs> aspect of learning more about something you never knew. Yeah. We're basically describing streets in a square. Yes, one big giant gridlock. Yeah. But anyways, Zombieland, that's where we saw it was there. And it was scary just to go there. But then to see that comedy horror type film was a lot of fun as well. Right. Um, it's a unique mix. Yes. We were going to get the gang together to go back and see Zombieland 2, but not everyone's in Arizona anymore. So <laughs> a lot harder to do. Just get get whatever portion of the gang you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. Like you need to watch it. It's really good. You can guarantee I will go see it. Um, and there's also World War Z, which was more of an action movie than anything else. But there were definitely, definitely some, some tense segments. That's for sure. And that was a pretty epic movie, right? Yeah. Like, like large scale. Yeah, in terms of scale, definitely yeah. on the epic side. I didn't see that either. I feel like I haven't seen like any zombie movies. If I'm being honest, like I, I haven't seen Twenty Eight. I haven't seen The Crazies. I'm trying to think of any other. Well, yeah. one of your. One of your movies to guess is a zombie movie. So, <laughs> oh shit! So, like, I mean, <laughs> just just diving into zombies movie for a little bit, like okay. zombies. Um, you've got classics that you've got to see first, in my opinion, before you can go and watch some of these newer things that have come out that are really good. They are good, but I mean, George Romero did the most classic horror movie you're ever going to see, which is uh, Night of the Living Dead. It's a black and white, then turned Technicolor. I think later on they added some Technicolor remaster version or whatever. But um, it's a really, really well done film. Um, the dialogue is probably more gripping than the zombies. Because zombies back then were just slow moving dudes who gripping. would bite your head off. Gripping. Yeah. I like it. Dialogue's good. Um, so in my opinion, that's where you should start. Screw anything new. Go back. Watch that. Um, and then you can you know, bring it all the way back forward. But okay. So what's the best zombie movie and why is it Shaun of the dead? (laughs) So I was just listening to a podcast yesterday that argues Shaun of the dead is the best zombie horror film ever made. And I, I mean, I don't agree with that, but I definitely feel like Shaun of the dead is a great comedy horror film. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why people don't find it to be the best. I don't necessarily agree with that. I just thought it was good comedic. It is. When did uh, this come out? But I agree. Yeah. Shaun of the dead. Shaun of the dead. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sean, it's um, uh, the British actor, funny guys that are in Hot Fuzz. Oh, okay. That that duo. Uh, whose it'll, names it'll, are escaping me. It'll click eventually. Someone will remember who they yeah. are. I think it's Sean something is one of them. I would imagine. Yeah. Or no, maybe I'm mixing I don't think so. I <laughs> Never think mind. Wrong. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's but it's one. the redhead. It's the redhead guy, and then his chubby friend. Is he a redhead? Uh, he's a ginger. Really? Yeah. I feel like he's been blonde in everything I've seen him in. Yeah, it's just, that's what happens when you don't see color. And I, I'm very proud of it. I, I respect <laughs> that of you, Millen. Everything to you is just blonde and brunette. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a cult classic uh, he's film a cult. guy, so <laughs> <laughs> there's no color for him. Just black and white. Yeah. Not even Technicolor. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Speaking of movies that you don't think of as horror, mm-hmm. Wizard of the uh, Wizard of Oz, Wizard of the Oz. Wizard I remember Oz. being a little scared watching that as a kid. Yeah, like I mean, I just I look at it and I'm like, I could see people thinking that could fall into a horror bucket. Anytime there is a sneaking sequence in a movie that's well done, there's always a certain amount of tension that reminds me of horror movies. Yeah. Let me let me give you let me give you like. 
two movies that you need to watch for the Thanksgiving time of year. Okay. So one is called You Are Next. If you haven't seen it, add it to your list. It's a really good film. It's not, I would say it's not your average horror film at all, um, but you'll like it. Um, And then another good one, just to kind of like throw something at you that's Thanksgiving specific Mm -hmm. is Christy. Um, Christy. mm -hmm. Both of them have very similar themes. Um, and, and after you watch them, you'll be able to listen to an episode of our podcast that then you can kind of go along with and, and think of your own opinion while we talk about it. But those are my picks for Thanksgiving this year. Um, that episode will be coming out eventually. It'll be out long before this episode gets out, but yeah, a few weeks early, I think, but for you guys, that could be like a fun thing for you guys to do, but they're, they have very big, like family dinner feels. And then like, attackers come i um, see so you you i think you mentioned did you mention the crazies yeah but i haven't seen it so there's um another movie strangers oh yeah so that's a good one uh where like you're just you're just a normal person you're sitting in your apartment or your house or your condo or whatever and then these people come out of nowhere and attack you for no reason they have a reason but you this you just doesn't make is. any sense yeah. yeah both those movies have that kind of a feel now that I think about it, to expand on the whole sneaking segment idea, particularly sneaking segments involving children. <laughs> children of the corn? No. Oh, man. Child, I've children seen that movie. sneaking. That, they sneak in that. Well, I'm sure they do. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I'm th- for some reason, I'm thinking of, like, uh, like, Olympus has fallen. The guy's, like, daughter is has to, like, sneak through, like, several bad guys. I and think you're really like not a professional, you know, she could mess up at any minute. You're really on that movie right now, aren't you? What? Uh, so s- season one finale, I think you guys talk about Olympus. Oh, I might've fall. mentioned it. Well, I might've mentioned it because I said white house down and Olympus has fallen came yeah. out at the same time. Yeah. And white house down is way better. And it got stuffed because Olympus has fallen came out first. And everyone's yes. like, we've already seen a white house thriller movie. It's like, well, <laughs> the second one was way better. Just yeah, but it's kind of bizarre to even allow that to happen. Yes, exactly. Well, it's two competing companies. They probably bought the script around the same time and were racing with each other to see who could get it out first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then whoever made White House Down lost. And the other one got to make three movies that were all pro- profitable. <laughs> <laughs> even though they weren't as good. Even um, So that, that happens with a lot of horror films, too. That happens with every genre you could probably imagine. Mm-hmm. Those Hollywood companies, that's what they do. So a certain amount of it is just like ego against ego. Like, yes, they're trying to make money, but some of the industry is literally they're just competing against each other and trying to like someone someone picks up a spec script. It's really cool. And it's, uh, other companies like we need to get a script just like that and like beat them to market. You know, it happens all the time. Yeah. Human behavior. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if they're willing to pay for it. Yeah. And, and you know it makes writers money so I don't take care. the risk right yeah it's like in bring it on when that dude goes peddling that same routine around down the coast of California come on tell me you guys have seen bring it on no I haven't but elaborate oh man <laughs> I so, like where your head's at <laughs> so bring it on the, the the theme is it's a cheer movie there's a bunch of cheerleaders whatever but the squad like they lose their head cheerleader she graduates high school so they have to figure out well what routines are we going to use well the chick who was the head cheerleader had been stealing from some other school that wasn't able to go because they couldn't afford to go to these competitions. So then once Kirsten Dunn's character finds out that 
they've been ripping off this school for so long. She's like, well, we're not going to rip them off anymore. We're going to be honest cheerleaders. So then they hire this dude to come in and he teaches them jazz hands. And then they go do that routine at some competition. Some other cheer school paid him to do the same thing and they learn the same exact routine. So he's peddling this routine down the coast of California to all of these different cheer squads who are willing to pay the money. That's hilarious. Yeah. And they don't get disqualified, end up, you know, getting another chance to go back and do it again. So they have to come up with their own routine or whatever. They do it on their own this time. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I can pretty much write the rest of the movie in my head. If, if you could, um, I would like to hear how you would end it. How I would end it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Because um, I bet you don't end it the same way these people did. Especially if this ends up being a horror film. Just based... <laughs> <laughs> Please, if we could. They were, it, they rehearse it and the, the, an active shooter incident happened. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <Whoa>. Damn. Um, <laughs> so based on how you've described... Olympus has fallen again. I know, Like right? he's just going right back to it. Yeah, um, based on how you've described that the ending is going to throw me for a loop, I'm guessing that the ending is that they perform their own original set and then they lose. Yeah, yeah. So I, I shouldn't have given you that. Yeah, that. Yeah. I was fifty. I, honestly, I was fifty-fifty between making them lose or win. Best part is they lose to the ones that they've been stealing routines from for years. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. See. You you could have figured it out. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I got perfect. like a school of rock feel out of that plot for some reason. Different, but like similar. Okay, I mean, I, I can kind of. How see it. how would we turn that into a horror movie? School of Rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. I I would vote for Deathgasm, personally. What is that? So mean? it's a it's a Australian New Zealand movie made where they play this sheet music that was written by Satan or something, and then demons take over the world and you get zombies again. Uh, school wow. of rock style though. Okay. So Jack Black accidentally teaches these kids how to play this song. Ten- Tenacious D. <laughs> that actually would be like that would very be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and then he plays, and then he plays a fiddle, right? And then he beats Satan. So then he becomes dev- the devil. Okay. See, I was thinking a much more vanilla version, where Jack Black's character is like spying on the class mm-hmm. just taken inappropriately spying or like i don't i don't know how i would take it exactly but like you use that as a tension builder okay throughout the movie and then like maybe they start disappearing yeah taken yeah <laughs> kind of <laughs> so I, I mean i don't know invisible maniac that's what comes to my mind right now sure so invisible maniacs crappy 90s horror where the this guy breaks out of an insane asylum. He's a doctor or a scientist or whatever. He builds this potion that can turn you invisible. Um, Sounds but like it the makes 90s. him go psycho. So he ends up breaking out of an insane asylum, recreates his potion, kills a high school teacher, takes over for that class. The kids then pick on him. He just wanted to have a normal life, okay? But the kids pick on him. They play jokes on him, whatever. So then he ends up spying on the kids and then taking them one on one by one and killing them yikes yeah who wrote that it's garbage it doesn't matter <laughs> it was one of our bad films yeah, like it way sounds back. like a thinly veiled plot device <laughs> yeah not worth watching but it's got some funny aspects to, to it. your point by the i'm so sorry to your to, to your point about the whole sneaking thing um 
Eyes Wide Shut. Mm. Haven't seen it yet. Kubrick. No. Okay, so... I don't like Kubrick. Let's get that out of the way real okay, quick. Okay, fair but enough. keep going. That's fine. That's fine. So, essentially, the main character played by Tom Cruise, he's like an affluent um, doctor, and he's married to... Um, Sorry, his actual his actual wife in real life at the time, Nicole Kidman. Sorry, forgot her name in the movie. But anyway, they just through connections and and happenstance they become friends with people, and then those people know other people, and uh, the couple are presented with opportunities to go to parties hosted by like hyper wealthy people, right? And <clears throat> He ends up meeting like billionaires and like he gets kind of involved in their lavish lifestyle. And then he gets caught up um, with certain things, you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, taking chances. And he falls down this rabbit hole that leads him to being exposed to kind of like the behind scenes live livelihood of, or excuse me, lifestyles of these like affluent people because he kind of thought he had the world figured out being like, very very successful from just a socioeconomic standpoint but then once he kind of took a turn and saw what these like much more wealthy people were doing it like blew his mind and those said people started having um having him followed so like he'd go around and like people would be like around the corner watching him and so he was he was like always under surveillance that's creepy it's very very creepy it's 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 a you have to watch it. It's, What's the sneaky part? It's like the people watching him so sneaking he, around. He, so he sneaks into a party, oh. and the the party ends up being like a sex cult. And obviously, uh, right, billionaires, right, a sex cult, and he gets caught, and they want to off him. Oh, but a girl actually. I don't want to get. I don't want to like reveal all the movie. You need to watch the movie. Um, he, a girl offers herself, um, to take his place. So he gets let go. But after that, he's watched. So he'll be like, just walking through the city and then he turns and it's like middle of the night and there's somebody like at the end of the street watching him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and like, he'll notice things in his house. So he's constantly reminded that like, he'll never not be watched. This is like exactly the opposite of the type of movie I'd watch. (laughs) Well, you need to see this. It's a very good movie. It sounds like it's scary and nothing happens. Nothing happens. But you need to watch the movie. It's it's great. But you know me. No, but the end is even worse. But like my biggest pet peeve with movies is when nothing happens. Hey, nothing visual happens, but things happen. Nothing visually enticed. Nothing visually substantial. Was he watched before... He got caught and he just didn't know it or it's not, did they go plant all the, okay. It's not blight. Yeah. So interesting. Um, another movie, ex machina. Sorry. I've seen not much happens there. Well, you know, I love that movie. Yeah. Not, not much happens. Not. Yeah. I get what you're you're saying. I mean, I had problems with that movie because it did feel slow a lot, but all movies are slow. (laughs) I just, I mean, I agree with uh, whoever you were talking to in the season finale last season, Chris. Like, yeah. Like all, all movies have slowness to them. There are moments of lull, dips. Um, yeah. You my almost, thing is it just shouldn't be most of the movie. 
Correct. But I, I love it when a good movie allows you to catch your breath. So like in horror films, the entire time you're being built up. A lot of times your heart is racing. You're feeling anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then when they give you a moment to like breathe and then they punch you in the face right after that, that just, I don't know. It makes me laugh. Usually jump scares. Those are terrible, but that's usually what they do. I mean, I mean, hanging fruit. I'm you know on I mean? board. Yeah. Pulls I'm, you out. Pulls you out of the movie because you're like, wow. Did you did you have to rely on that? Well, and I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna say that Ex Machina was better than it normally would be for me because it was such a tense movie at all times that the pace almost felt necessary to make it watchable in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like if it if it were faster, you'd be like, you wouldn't be able to keep up in terms of your like emotional yeah. capacity. You'd have people on the flip side of the coin saying. There was just too much. It was like drinking out of a fire hose. The movie can't handle yeah. it. The movie's also investigating um, AI. Yeah, and so it it needs to be at a believable pace for the audience to register what learning really is. True. Do you know what I mean? It had to kind of be slow. It has and to gradual. teach. So you can follow. Concepts. You can follow that robot's journey with learning and understanding her environment and trying to get out and all that kind of stuff. Otherwise, it'd be too choppy and kind of unbelievable. Because the whole point in the movie is that the Turing test, if, if it's, you know, as a concept, is um, a demonstration of AI actually behaving like a learning entity versus carrying out predetermined um, operations. So the robot or the, the AI, uh, Eva, um, Nathan reveals in the movie that she has been given instructions to get out or she's been designed that way. Right. Um, so if she gets out, that's not enough to demonstrate that she learned, Mm -hmm. right? She has the faculties to talk and manipulate and all that. So you have to follow her journey to see if she's actually like legitimately doing things outside of those like preset skills that she has. Do you know what I mean? And I'm kind of alluding to my whole theory, but I'm not going to get into it about that movie. Wait, Curtis, have you seen the movie? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. fuck. No, but this is really fun to, to like listen. Because so I run. <laughs> that's how my podcast work too, or works too. Like I'll talk about movies that people may have never seen, but they get to hear it from my experience right. and feel my passion or my emotion of how a movie made me feel. Now I actually want to go see this movie, even though I think it looks terrible. Like I now I actually want to go watch it. It's one of Alex's favorites. It's it's up there. So that, that's awesome. One reason why, and I it, did I did really I did really like it. One one reason why it kind of stuck with me too is because of the theory that I that came to be at the end, and I'm not actually sure if that theory was intended or not. We talked about this with, and with the other character. Yes, I okay, would love yeah. Curtis to watch this because uh-huh. I want to ask him. Okay, well, I mean, here here's the deal. I'm going to watch it as long as you guys Christy. watch Christy and Christy and your next. If if you don't watch Christy, I don't give two shits. I want you to watch so your next, your is next. priority. Okay. Oh, okay. it's yeah. Cause that's the good. And then Christy is the is bad. The uh, but I didn't know I'd already seen Christy and then I'm rewatching it for the podcast and I'm like, Oh my God, I've seen this before. What am I doing to myself? <laughs> and then I found myself actually enjoying the movie and laughing because it's got it's got some really good aspects, especially when it comes to tension building and this thought. Like, I like to put myself in the character's position in films, like most people I think do. Um, so, putting yourself in this girl's uh, position in the movie, you start to think like, well, what would I do at this moment? 
like this guy, you know, this thing's happening. This guy's over here. Like, what would I do? Would I go with him or go with that guy? Or would I get in the car? Would I not do any of this? Mm-hmm. So it's really fun. I do that. I do that all the time. I like literally, if I'm watching a movie here, just on my own or whatever, I'll just talk out loud as the movie's playing. Like, why are you dropping that? Yeah. Like, what? Keep that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, what? Don't go down that hallway, you idiot. Yep. I do that all the time. I, I Yeah. That's no, I completely agree with you. That's exactly what I do, but I do it in my head. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll do it in my head in like a movie theater. (laughs) I mean, I don't live alone. I don't don't live alone. Hey, I used to live with Melon, and I would hear him. (laughs) Okay. Adding his two cents. Nothing changes. Like, why would you do that? (laughs) Like, crack it up. (laughs) (laughs) He thought he thought I should make that into its own series. Oh yeah, yeah. I wanted him to start doing reaction, yeah, content. Oh, theater or whatever it is. I start donating hella money to Melon <laughs> just to hear that shit. Patreon, yeah, <laughs> stacks. This oh, is maybe, me maybe throwing one day. stacks. Yeah. <laughs> maybe one day. This is uh, no guarantees that won't happen. Let's see. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll come back with our little movie guessing game. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Spy Fi After Dark. We hope you're enjoying it so far. If you're loving what we got. <laughs> <laughs> Share that shit. Bitch! <laughs> and don't forget to rate and or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Now back to the episode. Bitch! We are back. We're going to play our little movie guessing game. This is the first time we're doing this because we're recording this episode first before episode one. It's going to be next week. So the way this works, I have six movies, six horror movies, three for each of you. I'll play a clip from the movie and you'll hear the audio only. And you can attempt to guess it off the top of your head if you think you know it. If you get it, you get three points. If you're not sure, you can ask me for multiple choice. And I'll give you four possible answers. But if you get it, you only get two points. And if you're still not sure, I'll narrow it down to two answers. And if you get it, you only get one point. Whoever gets more points wins. I like it. This nice. is this is a mashup of a game played on the Corridor Crew YouTube channel and a scoring system I pulled from JK Party. Okay. So the first one is for Curtis. Wow. Okay, what do you think it is? Um, 
let me just start by trying to dissect a little bit of this. So you've got a young person looking for another young person, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and an entity or being... I of shouldn't s- answer in the affirmative. I messed up. But go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> an entity or being of some sort then terrorizing said young children. Warmer. And uh, uh adult figure then coming in to try and save somebody, it sounds like. Um, initial feeling is like an it, um, probably. But I, I haven't seen it part or chapter two, so I wouldn't know if it's directly, if it's that one. And it didn't hear Georgie. So, I mean, my my guess, my initial guess. Would wait, be, wait, hold on. Yeah. Would you like to make your guess, or would you like multiple? So choice? if you missed the guess, I you mean, only you don't get, get to guess the once. To... Oh, then no. I'll wait. I'll wait for the four. You want multiple choice? Yeah, I'll wait for the multiple. Okay. Multiple your options choice. are Killjoy, It, Stitches, or Clown. I'm gonna go with Clown. You're correct. Okay. Thank you. That's two points. What is Clown? Clown is the story of a man who needs a clown suit for his son's birthday party. The man hires a clown, but the clown bails on him or is too drunk or whatever. Anyways, then he goes, uh, he's a real estate salesman, real estate salesman. So he goes downstairs of this house, finds his chest inside the chest. There just so happens to be a clown suit, puts on the clown suit. Clown suit doesn't come off because it's possessed. It's actually skin of a man who used to be a clown. They suit ends up taking over his body he ends up having to eat children to survive and that is the clip that you just heard was him eating i believe a young boy mm-hmm. part of a young the boy. the trailer is terrifying the movie's terrifying it's and a i'm pretty, sure the movie is pretty it's a pretty awful. good scary movie it's fucking creepy yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah does he have like any kind of uh supernatural abilities um, or is he just like i wouldn't i don't think he has any supernatural abilities like he can't just pop in and out of places or anything like that but like he tries to take off there's a scene where he's trying to like take off this clown suit and or the bo- the red the red ball yeah. of the nose and he rips his own nose off yeah like clean off and that that alone should tell you how creepy this movie can be and it's all, I think it's also a very low budget film but very well done i think it was i think it was eight figures it wasn't super low but low eight figures yeah when did they come out? Oh, oh, um, that was the other thing I wanted to do was add a bonus point if you can guess the box office within fifteen million. The box office, how much? Or it not, made? not box office, the budget. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you or ruined. no, no, the box office. I like. So then you didn't ruin this one. Mm-hmm. No, not yet. So go for that. Box office for clown. Do I get release date? Like when it was released? Yeah, thank you. Like okay, when fine. Was- um, <laughs> Because that's helpful. Yes. If it was released around Halloween, it's going to have a much higher budget or a much higher box office. People are more willing to go scare themselves. This says June seventeenth, two thousand sixteen. So no, not higher. Um, do we get budget on how much it may or how much it was worth making? Like you said, like six figures. No, wait, I was wrong on the budget. Just don't, don't, don't. So don't even worry about. Okay, so my guess for how much it brought in. Are we going domestic? We going total? Total. Uh, I'll just guess fifteen million. This is saying um, four point three million. So that's within fifteen million. I should have made it a little tighter. Than that. <laughs> that's why I like not the... tighter. Should be a percentage. It should be a percentage. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Hey, well, you know, this is the first time you're doing you got it. it. I'm gonna. You got four points. And I'm gonna right. hit fucking zero. <laughs> Fuck this game. <laughs> okay, Alex. By the way, Alex, Alex just high five. I'll, I'll, even though I'll let, 
I'll let him have fifteen million for the first one mm. as well. Yeah, we'll make it tighter for the next round. Um, tighter. Give me a fucking five point handicap. Just <laughs> to start the show. Okay, <laughs> this one. This is Alex's. All right. I'm not gonna play the full clip. I'm gonna stop it about halfway through. of a horse and he'll be yours for life but you have to get close you have to earn its respect covenant you got it nice fucking job. creepy nice job i was about to leave i'm like i'm like rushing to find an uber during the- <laughs> That was very unsettling. <laughs> Curtis actually got three points, by the way, because he only got two for the multiple choice. Oh, I forgot. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. right. But you got the bonus. Okay, so you... you just got three points. Yeah. What do you think the box office is? Oh, fuck. Any day now. 130. 240. Ah, 220 was my first guess. Fuck! You still would have been off. <laughs> that would have been close. You only get 15 million. Yeah, it would have been 20 million off, yeah. though. But percentage! But you're tied. <laughs> All right. No, I said you'd get 20 Dude, million. No, I know. Just so you know, I it's wouldn't, not really have, I wouldn't have gotten that one, by the way. Just so you know. Oh, really? I thought yeah. you knew it based on your facial expression. No, no, no. I was thinking more lycanthrope, uh, alien-esque. I don't even know what is that's Alien Covenant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Alien like would have been close, it's but not, right. So the clicking um, threw me off because to your point, I thought it was Alien, and then I'm like, wait, I that doesn't sound like a Xenomorph. And then what gave it away was Fastbender. There okay. you go. And I'm you, like, oh, that's a another the do you not wanna, the Xenomorph, but the. Do you want to know what the four options would have been? Yeah, sure. It would have been Prometheus, Alien Covenant, Life, and the Thing. Life. I haven't seen Life. 
the thing the thing you would have been good with the thing because you actually know the thing yeah yeah so that wouldn't have thrown you off then. the resolution well, they're of the not s- all supposed to throw them off no the sound but the sound quality would automatically <laughs> cut off yeah <laughs> <laughs> true true very true okay third one this one is for curtis how long you guys have I also will probably cut this off a little early. I was a little kid. This is ancient. I'm like the master of this game. All right. Just so you know, so far, I have no idea. And Alex is going nuts over here. I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> This is one of those <laughs> shitty, like, <laughs> new age talking to, you know, Am some I, spirit through okay. something. Ugh. Uh, you're going to have to give me multiple choice because I definitely don't know which one it is. But Okay. And the multiple choice is Insidious, The Grudge, Wreck, Not the grudge. Not wreck. and Paranormal Activity. So it's either Insidious or Paranormal Activity. Uh, and if I had to make a guess, you can, uh, well, okay. If you, yeah. Cause uh, you're going to eliminate two. It's going to end up being those two. Probably. Maybe. Probably. Cause I don't think it's the other two. I th- I, yeah. I think you have an inclination. What are you thinking? I, I'm going to go with, so I've seen none of those movies. Um, but I mean, I'm leaning more towards insidious than paranormal activity so that would be my guess that's my guess your guess is insidious yes it's paranormal activity okay fair enough do you want to go for the box office uh, of course so you said it was paranormal activity uh which would have brought in a much bigger amount of money so i'm gonna do what you did and go higher oh we're doing 20 percent is the no within 15 percent 15 percent of the total okay go. Uh, I'm gonna go with 220 million. It's 193.3. That's in, that's in range. That's in range. That's a lot lower than I thought, though. Too. Yeah, 33. 33. You said 220. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 87.8 percent. So yes. you got it. Yes, you got it. Well, I escaped with one Excellent. point. <laughs> and Curtis takes the lead. <laughs> Dude, okay. I, I don't do paranormal, by the way. I don't do paranormal. Just so everyone knows, that that scares the living shit out of me in real life because if a ghost or whatever ever came after me, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, no, it's it's probably my least favorite genre. Uh, we just watched The Changeling like a week ago or two weeks ago or something like that, and that movie creeps me out because it's a spirit. It's an older movie, right? The Changeling? Yeah. Yeah, 70s. Okay. Spooky. Okay. 
Sorry. Here's one for Alex. Alex. You can pick something. I don't care. Any idea how many electro rays are traveling through our head every second? I got a better one. Mm. Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? What kind of tape? A tape. A regular tape. People run it. I don't know. We Curtis knows who it, it is. And it's like somebody's nightmare. Then suddenly, this woman comes on, smiling at you, right? Seeing you through the screen. And as soon as it's over, your phone rings. Someone knows you've watched it. And what they say is, you will die in seven days. And exactly seven days later, told you that somebody from Rivera who told you what's your problem I've watched it so you're gonna be a jerk though about it what do you mean we'll talk after okay (laughs) I just want to give him a fair chance yeah sure okay so question I don't know if I should just go for the ring or if there's like if there's a parody out there that I'm like missing. If you feel confident. I'm going to go with the ring. You got it. Okay. Yeah, nice job. I, f- I feel bad. I feel like mine have been easier. <laughs> I wouldn't say easier. I mean, so he could have been a jerk, right? The ring has sequels. And that clip, I know that that whole story, that spiel is definitely used in the ring. Mm. But then like the other films that come after, they also have similar right, conversations. Right, right. No, to your point. I didn't know that you had seen it or not. I, right. I thought you hadn't. I've seen like 40%. And I was like 12. Even better, there are parodies out there. But those wouldn't be horror. Those would be comedy. Oh, to your point. So he would include them. He'd be a jerk. (laughs) You're right about the whole whole sequel thing. I'm sorry. What do you think the box office is? I thought The Ring did well. I'm trying to think. Let me see. I thought it did well. Um, I'm going to go with 140. 250. That well? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. The budget was almost 50 million. I didn't know that. I'm That's pretty big cuz uh, yeah, that's, that's also huge. earlier. That's like what? That's 2002. Oh, I was going to say yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't know it did that well. Back when they made movies for that amount. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. That's well, wow, that was very good. That's very good. All right. So he's up 6 to 4. Uh Who is it? Here, I'll double check. Say again, what is it? This is Ramsey. Where are you? I'm out by the bakery moving north on the Scottsville Road. Get the hell back into town. Go up 17th Street and meet me by the bypass. It's 7 to 4. Will you put that thing away? So he's talking to Dr. Loomis right now. You think I'm lying, Sheriff? Halloween 2. You missed him. (laughs) Halloween 2. Yeah, you got it. I was I was gonna help you in Arizona. No, I was gonna help you out and say it's one of the Halloween movies. No, I don't need that help. Okay, but I wasn't sure if you needed it. Yeah, that's good enough. Let you go, and then I really appreciate you giving me something that I actually have knowledge on. That was good. I wasn't sure (laughs) if you'd seen it. I just kind of figured you probably would have seen it. What's your thought on that movie? Uh, I. So if you're a fan of older '70s horror. Uh, Halloween two is really great because it was, it was that same time frame. Um, I think the new film that they did to kind of reboot the sequels to the original Halloween 
Um, I think it's a much better film, but I really like the Halloween series in general. Uh, what Michael do you think the box office was? Oh God, that you was can pull forever. ahead right now. Uh, that was forever ago, so it's it's an older movie. Um, it is a sequel, though. It did come out around fall, I would guess, because they were trying to capitalize at that time. Um, I mean, one ten, hundred and ten million. 25 million. Yeah. Wow. It came out on October 30th, 1981. Yeah. He's it's right about capitalization though. Old school though. Yeah. Tying, tying it. You got to think cheap. Films were cheap back then too. Right. Yeah. Have you seen Texas Chainsaw? Like the the old one? Yeah. Dude, that movie, I didn't tell you this, but that movie fucking freaked me out. The dialogue in the dinner scene. Yeah, the dinner scene. <laughs> I'm pretty sure now whenever we talk, if you give me a horror film that you thoroughly enjoy and I've seen it, I can tell you what scene creeped you out the most. Yeah, that's oh. All right, so that scene was shot in one day. They had to do it in one day. It was during middle of the day, Texas, hot, super humid. They had to tape up all the windows in that room with you know newspaper clippings and whatever to make it feel like it was nighttime. All the food that's on the table in that scene is real and has been out all day, if not some of it from the day prior, prepping for the scene. And things are rotting. I mean, like, nasty rotting. Like, people are throwing up on set trying to film. And they and um, Hooper, Toby Hooper, only... He wanted to get that scene done in one day. He didn't... They didn't have a budget to go the next day. Um, and Leatherface, that was his last mask that they had prepared. So if they didn't shoot it anyways, they it was lost. There was nothing they could do because they don't have any budget for anything else. They couldn't... Like, go get another mask or whatever. And Leatherface is actually wearing the same outfit. He only had one outfit for that whole film. So he stinks. He's sweaty. That room is disgusting. People are throwing up. Everyone is pissed off at each other. Like, people are about ready to throw blows at each other because they're so tired of filming this damn movie. Right. And that's the scene that everyone remembers from that movie because it's so gripping. So I don't actually know what you're talking about, but that was a fascinating story. Nonetheless, it's worth not knowing the scene at all. Right. I didn't know all the context behind it. We should do a filming part. We should do a film party where where you watch that and I get to listen to you tell me all the things. What are you doing? Why would you do that? What are you doing there? (laughs) I hate you, Franklin. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody likes Franklin. So don't feel bad. We could. I mean, we could always try that. Okay. So unfortunately, you've you're guaranteed to have lost. Yeah. It's six to seven. Uh, even though you had a phenomenal guess. At like what if 30 I, seconds what if I steal his next one? That was incredible. <laughs> I like that idea. Because okay. I could have totally hijacked the ring, although he knew it. We can make this I knew it like the first two seconds. Okay, in. so here's, right, the, here's my, the deal. Was... Is you get one guess. Um, whoever gets it first gets the points. Well, I mean, I'll let him go first no matter what, just to be fair. Okay. Because he didn't have a chance to hijack anything of mine. Okay, so we'll just give you a steal opportunity. Sure. Okay. Based on the same number of points that he is on. Or less. Like, I can only get one to tie it. Then you have to come up with something off the top of your head to make us two for a tiebreaker. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just get him his clip first and figure out what we have to do. All right. Let's let's do that. I just hope he gets it right. Final clip. Yeah. Abandoned selective targeting. All targets are now free. 
for more? Rooftop units target everyone at ground level. No exceptions. Repeat, no exceptions. I don't think I've seen this, but it's all evidence to a zombie movie. Plus what you told me, military involvement, like chaotic civilian activity, massive like shooting. I'll have to go multiple choice. Okay. Your options are World War Z, Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 one, 28 weeks later, and Shaun of the Dead. Fuck. So I already know it. But this is really exciting because I want to know if you can okay. get it. And I love how we can break apart like, obviously, it's a zombie film. Obviously, there's military going on right, here. Right. Like, I can picture this scene mm-hmm. happening. The music in this movie, by the way, is great the whole way through. So if you're into films for music, great movie to watch. It's not that scary at all. And it's the music's really good all the way throughout. I can break it down to two options if you want. What was C? 28 weeks later. Yeah, I don't think it's weeks. Dawn of the Dead, weeks. Dawn of the Dead, weeks. And you said the 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead? Mm hmm. And A was Zombieland, right? World War Z. Oh, sorry, World War Z. I haven't seen Z. All right, two options. I'm embarrassed. World War Z and 28 Weeks Later. That kind of makes you angry. (laughs) Because you were going Dawn of the Dead, 28 Weeks. And then you're like, I haven't seen World War Z. (laughs) What are my two options? World War Z. (laughs) God damn it. Um... I haven't pre-selected the two, by the way, so I'll I select the two based on what you're deliberating on. That's funny. <laughs> Let's go with Z. Curtis? Twenty-eight weeks later. Is it weeks? It's twenty-eight yeah. weeks later. Okay, so Such should we consider movie. that a tie game? <laughs> well, if you give me that point, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a great movie, though. Uh. All right. I will. How about to... we just say it's a tie, and I have to come back. And we won't do horror movies. We'll do something along both of our wheelhouses. Ooh. Okay. However you want to do this, Millen. Or Yeah. I mean, if you've got something in your hat of tricks. I, I mean, I don't have another thing off the top of my head. So we can go with that. 
to tie. I like it. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Alex doesn't like tying. No, no, no. But there is the box office. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you're, <laughs> right. you're right. You're right. You're right. Win this thing then. No, Let's go. not just that. We both can guess on it. Just think about. Hold on. We both can okay. say it together or whatever. Yeah, both both of you think of what it is, and then you'll both say it at the same time. Okay. Release date, please. Uh, 2007. Uh, and the month. Springtime. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with 140. I wasn't going to go that low. Well, you're, yeah, okay. No, I wasn't going to go that low. Damn. Okay. Um, 200 million. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> should should we go based on who's closer? Uh, well, sounds for, like it's higher than one forty. Or you have to hit the threshold, right? So you definitely have to be within that. What do we say, fifteen percent? Neither of you are within fifteen percent. What okay. was it? Then closest, I guess. Closest. It was sixty-five. A little shy of sixty-five. Oh okay. wow! Way lower. Yep. He gets the point. Yep. There we oh, go. Oh fuck that! Tiebreaker <laughs> coming. <laughs> he doesn't like this. Like, nah. That's a, that's a fucked up way to win. <laughs> Some horseshoe shit. Yeah, you, <laughs> I the funny thing is we came up with the whole steel thing in the middle of the episode, and then, I mean, I could have stole it at a three point value, right? Yeah, but exactly. I don't want to. That's exactly. not fun either. Yeah. I think you need to fine tune your rules. This uh-huh. is a great segment, <laughs> right? But we're you obviously need to do your job we need to bring, better. We need to bring Chris back for game design. Theory. I, I disagree. <laughs> Looks like someone didn't consultant. take home any learnings. Yeah, you're doing your job very well. Oh shit! It's been the Alex and Curtis show. Yeah, quick cut. Oh, yeah, phenomenal. Quick cut. Millen, cut while you can. Okay. Well, we'll we'll say Alex won. Yeah, Alex yeah. won. No, I yes, I one hundred percent. To be fair to the original rules, Alex did win. Yeah. Um, and we'll just have you back again some other time. Definitely. By the way, next time if you're torn like that. When you're weighing Dawn of the Dead, 28 weeks, Dawn of the Dead, 20, and he gives you weeks, take what you're going with. Right. You, I mean, you had it. You had it right See, there. See, but right. I could have also been trying to fool him. No, yeah, yeah, but you weren't. Right. Especially yeah, I, when I, you described to me that you don't have these pre-canned. Well, but. You're going based off what he's saying. But based off what he's saying could also include me trying to fool him. Mm-hmm. Just stick to your guns. Dawn of the Dead, 28 weeks. I mean, I would say in general, it's probably a better idea to just stick to the one you think it probably yep. is mm-hmm. out of the two. I tend to make that mistake. Don't let Millen swing you. Yeah, I should have gone for weeks. Wow, you've come really far in this episode. Considering how long you've been listening, you should probably consider subscribing and maybe even leaving us a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. I know, I know. Everyone asks every episode, but I mean, come on. You've been listening to it for an hour. It's the least you could do, really. Now back to the episode. Okay. Well, that was our first take at the blind movie guessing game. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. That was great. Definitely I, we're definitely going to do that every... I'd like you to be a part of it, too. Every episode. That went a lot longer than I thought. It was uh, almost 30 minutes. You got two chatty Cathy's over here, so yeah. yeah it's gonna we would fun. constantly comment, you know. I mean, it's, it's pretty interactive amongst us. Yeah. But you need to be in a part of it, too, at some point. Yeah, that would be ideal. Yeah. No but hiding. I, I, don't have a, I don't have a controller. I am the controller, so. Right. Is what it is. Yeah, but you can always switch out with Alex sometimes, too. Yep. And Could you can do that. Make, uh, That's not a bad idea. Depending on who your guest is or how you, whatever game you're trying to play. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll definitely be doing it again in the future. That was great. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. 
we'll be experimenting with more of those types of games too as we play as we play the season through. Oh yeah, and thank you for catering it towards me. Oh yeah, as a horror themed. Mm-hmm. But I think Alex held his own for sure. Yeah, he's watched a fair number of those movies, or maybe not watched but seen parts of. Yeah, yeah, and I mean it's a pretty interesting genre. I also think it's pretty amazing that you have your podcast. So I'm happy that we we you know discuss the genre and like hearing your input and all that. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah, yeah. especially because Millen and I have haven't like been exposed to this kind of stuff and we don't really have like a solid understanding of you know what makes a horror movie a good horror movie we still don't we're gonna definitely watch her next but Mm -hmm. so we're right now i'm i'm building out like a rubric almost like a a recipe for a great horror film in my opinion it's just purely gonna be my opinion but um i'm hoping to unveil it for like our season two um and it's what i'm going to use to rank it's your grading movies. rubric. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I'm going to build an IMDb um, kind of like horror top picks for myself. And then fans of the podcast or just friends and whatnot can go and use that to pick and say, okay, well, I want to watch a horror movie this weekend. What am I going to go watch? And then you can go to Curtis's top picks or whatever. I like that. Um, break them out into genres even for like zombies mm-hmm. versus vampires versus lycanthropes, whatever it might be. Okay. Um, so my rubric. Do a little um, custom engineering for this? Yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully not too much engineering. I just want it to be simple. <laughs> yeah, a little WordPress engineering or something simple. That'd be cool, yeah. Yeah. I need a website. I, I know. That's, that. that's one of the things that may or may not be live for our podcast by the time season two comes out. Mm-hmm. Ooh, exciting. It is something I have to do. I want to do, but it may or may not be finished. We'll see. I can't promise it. Obviously, we're recording this four weeks before this comes out, so... uh I don't know for sure, but, but hopefully, but fingers crossed, Millen gets some stuff done. There oh, yeah. could be a website. Yeah. <laughs> fingers crossed. Uh, so you've got a hard out in about eight minutes. Um, so I figured we use the last chunk here to just, uh, you can, we can talk about your podcast a little bit or any like other thoughts you had, but didn't have a chance to add in earlier. Nothing. I, I mean, honestly, I think we talked enough about, my podcast other than if if people do want to go check it out um we are on spotify apple itunes podcasts all that stuff google Podcasts. it's two guys and some horror um follow us on instagram and twitter at the number two guys horror pod uh there's character limits on social media so i couldn't do the full name um but i tweet out just about every day on there um and i give teasers as to like what our next episode's going to be about um yeah, and you know, keep your eye out for us at conventions and stuff because we should be doing a panel, I think, in 2020. So, um, you know, you can always come out and see us if you're local to Arizona, or even fly out if you want to come hang out. Okay, awesome. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh yeah. Um, as far as horror games go, is um, uh, what is it called again? Is that still your favorite? We're gonna game? be here for like another four hours. I know you just opened. <laughs> okay, up so. A new- <laughs> Real quick, I can give you the real quick latest. So just for context, the audience, yeah. Curtis and I recorded a podcast during season one, but my hard drive killed it because wah, wah, sad wah. face. Um, and we talked a lot about this game in that podcast. It was a good one, and I'm really sad we lost it. It was it, a really fun was, episode. Yeah, it was honestly one of my favorite ones to record. We can come one. back, or I can come back. We we'll, can we'll do, do a, we'll do a full thing on it. Yeah, but we'll give us a teaser, and then maybe, maybe we'll even bring you back again in season two. Or yeah, if we if we have room, we'll, we'll whenever you need me. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, you know where to call. Yeah. Um, but the video game that we're talking about, the horror game, is called Dead by Daylight. 
Yes. Um, the right. idea is that you have four survivors who are trying to fix and repair these generators while one killer is walking around the same map, hunting you down and trying to kill you. Um, yes, I'm still addicted to that game. They just launched some new stuff. So I think the last time we talked, I was talking about Ghostface was the new killer they added mm -hmm. from Scream. Um, but they just launched the Stranger Things DLC, which is really cool. Oh, you had mentioned that. I don't there know if go. it was out or if it was coming out. It was out coming soon. out, yeah. yeah. So they launched it. So you get Steve, um, you get Nancy, and then you can play as a Demigorgon as a killer. Okay. Um, they also gave a new map. I wasn't expecting that. Wasn't, I mean, I didn't know it was coming. I don't know if it was leaked or whatever, but it's the uh, Hawkins Research Facility. So where the hole, if you've seen Stranger Things, where the hole is where they're drilling, the Russians are drilling to try and get to the other uh, multiverse or whatever the other side is called. Um that facility is the map you're playing in and you can go check out that room where the hole is kind of partially there, which is really cool. Okay. And Alex, in case you didn't catch it, a player plays as the killer and players play as the survivor. Yeah. yeah player player. Yep. It's a really cool game. I remember first seeing it when it was in early access. Um, I've never played it myself. I've watched people play it um, a decent amount, probably a good three, four hours aggregate, maybe a little new. more than that. Um, it's relatively new, a few years. Mm. So I think the initial like release, was like beta release, maybe? was like 2014. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. But they have, I mean, but it's expanded. If you look at people who played it in 2014, look at that gameplay, then look at today's gameplay. It's probably quite different. Brand new game, yeah. yeah, sure. So it is very cool. Uh, I recommend it for anyone who's into horror stuff. Yeah, because it gets your heart racing the whole way through. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's fun even for me to watch, and I'm not really a fan of horror stuff. I stream or used to stream. Uh, a lot and my favorite thing to stream was dead by daylight as the killer oh yeah and stream that because it's i can still talk with chat and i can still pwn noobs all day long so it was a win-win for me all right yeah um i think the that episode i was supposed to we talked a lot about video game stuff yeah and my background in video games because i went to video game design school yeah in college um I haven't developed anything cool video game wise but i got into development because of that and stuff so um, if I do come back, we can always talk about video games. We can always talk more about horror movies or whatever. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to come back. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, I'm, we appreciate I, it. I'm really happy with how this guest the movie game oh, came yeah. out. It was fun, dude. I knew for it was going to be good. For a pilot, good. it was phenomenal. I knew, I, honestly, I knew it was going to be good because I've seen it done before mm -hmm. in a similar format. Yeah. And it's really entertaining to watch. Mm -hmm. But this turned out better than I thought. Oh, definitely. So thank you, dude. Thank like, you. Like there's some inherent, and I'm not trying to like be derogatory towards us, but there's like inherent monotony just with like the territory of podcasts yeah. as well. So this definitely is like a nice refresher. So in terms, adding I mean. segments, I think is what's so going nice. to take this. Oh to the, yeah. I, I think it's going to take the podcast to the next level. Yeah, definitely. In my opinion. Definitely. Um, so, uh, I will go ahead and let you go, Curtis. Alrighty. Uh, this was phenomenal. This was great. Please come back. This is an excellent way yeah, to yeah. start off production of season two. Um, we will, we will, we'll book you again in season two. Perfect. We'll make it happen. Love we'll it. Find the room. Cool. Cool. All right. Uh, till next week. Till next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Spy-Fi After Dark. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. Now, this was a great episode. This uh, segment with guessing the movies turned out really well. Alex, any thoughts? Oh, and Millen and I are definitely going to 
go and watch uh, your turn and uh, your next, your next, and yeah. Christy, um, and to the audience. Um, and we'll it, make sure Curtis watches Ex Machina. He absolutely needs to. And then we'll discuss it when he comes back. For the apprehension towards horror films, all of you out there, maybe give him a second shot. Yeah. And maybe we'll film a reaction video of us watching the movie. <laughs> Definitely enjoy that. Release it as a bonus episode. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you can hit me up at uh, on Twitter at Millen Tweets or on Instagram at Millen Grams, and I'll be posting about the next episode and what it's going to be about. Um, but until then, I'll see you next week. See y'all.